Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Up Your Alley. It's a podcast with two best friends. That's me. My name is Taylor Edgar, and with me always is my best friend, Jake Baggett. Say hi, Jake. Hey, buddy. We recommend things to each other, and we come back the next week to talk about them. We rate them on a scale of one to three, depending on how much that thing is up our individual alleys. Uh, it's been two weeks in a row that we've both gotten double threes. Yeah, bud. So I'm still holding on to my one-point lead, uh, 55 on, points to 54. I plan on changing that today well we'll, we'll see what happens yeah. because uh we are talking about jake's recommendation for me which is the japanese anime from i think it started in 2000 flcl colloquially 2000? known as fully coolie yeah. and jake is talking about my recommendation for him which is the 2023 album artificial birth by band salsa windfall now available on Spotify and YouTube Music, we yep. found out. Anywhere you stream stuff, you can listen to Salsa Windfall. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be getting into that. First, we're going to catch up a little bit. So, full disclosure, we talked uh, last week uh, in depth uh, about yeah. how angry we were at Rockstar Games. Yeah. For mm-hmm. charging $50 for a Xbox 360 port, essentially, Yeah. of the first Red Dead Redemption. Yes, sir. And That's exactly what we did. Thursday morning. It was a it was a long conversation that we had. It was one of our longer <laughs> intros yeah. for sure. Uh, Thursday morning, I sent Jake a picture of my uh, TV uh, downloading the game, <laughs> yeah. and it just said I disgust myself. <laughs> yeah. To which Jake replied with a picture of his TV downloading the game. Say <laughs> so, me too, brother. <laughs> so after all our big talk, we ended up both buying. The we, game. we both knew that that was going to happen, and the, I'm playing it, and it's beautiful. It's just as great as I remember playing it way back when so i jumped straight into undead nightmare oh for real yeah you know what i've been doing what's that poker i would <laughs> go to all towns and i'm gonna win every game of poker so <laughs> and i'm not gonna cheat it it goes first of all i don't regret buying it yeah i have i beat the story of undead nightmare and i really think i have a good shot of making red dead i think i'm gonna make red dead one my mm. third platinum trophy. Yeah, I'm going to platinum this game. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's going to be platinum number three for me. I'm going to be sad when I actually look at the trophy list and realize that winning poker in every town is not a trophy. It's, it's not a thing. No. That's ridiculous. Uh, it's so much fun. But you do have, no, because I think there's the gambler things where you have to win a certain amount of money from gambling. Yeah. So I'm sure, regardless. Well, there's certain places that you have to win. My uh, yeah. my plan was for my third platinum was going to be Stardew Valley. Uh-huh. But... It's nah. it's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a, lot. a lot going into starting. It's a wonderful game, it but is, it's yeah. that thing is tightly packed. So I dense. guess I guess what we learned over the past week is uh, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They know I what they're doing. They they're like, yeah, it's fifty bucks. Uh, suck it. Yeah, you're just gonna pay. Here's your slop, you stupid, stupid man. And they were right. And I was Shut like, up thank and eat you. Your slop. Yeah, eat it, little pigs. <laughs> and I was like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> They could have said, as soon as I put, you know, accept, you know, pay it out of my PayPal and everything, that a guy could have just popped up and said, I fucking knew it. Yeah. And I would have been like, yeah, you guys were right. Yeah. I fucking complained, but. Just PayPal it's good. just raising its eyebrows. Just, oh, okay. It, 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 it holds up. <laughs> what can I say? It's fantastic. Game. It hits me right I back in the nostalgia. I love it more than Red Dead Redemption 2. You're wrong. No. I will say this. The, my biggest gripe going backwards was just while you're walking, mm-hmm. collision. Really? Like, uh, the collision detection with I'm I guess I'm used to like going through crowds and stuff like that. The thing I had one glitch that I actually it was the first thing I ever uh, recorded from my PlayStation. You know, you could hit the little yeah. record button. The, yeah. Oh yeah. I wonder if I could pull it up on the PlayStation. <laughs> so it's like one of the first missions with Bonnie McFarlane. Yeah. And you pull into town, and your objective just says go to the doctor. Uh huh. 
Right. You just have to walk into the doctor's office. I came at it from the side, uh-huh. and it just failed me. And it says, you failed to go to the doctor. And I'm like, <laughs> I was you missed, there. You missed the door. It's not like I you left. You died. It's not like I left. I was on his porch, and it just popped up. You failed to go to the doctor. You had too much cholera, and you didn't know it. <laughs> if I can make that work, that might be our clip. And also, thank you to everyone listening who's been watching the clips on the Instagram and Facebooks and YouTube. Yeah, isn't that cool? It's kind of cool. You're getting good at editing, buddy. I'm not getting great at it, but I mean... I mean, it's, good. It's, it's moving it's in really the right fun. direction. Yeah. And it's nice little things I had. If uh, if you're listening and there's about 45 seconds of us being funny in a one-hour podcast, send in what you think a clip should be. Because yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I got the other clips. I, uh, one of our listeners, my brother-in-law, was just like, you you should do this as the clip. Yeah. And I was like, all right. That's great. <laughs> I did it. Well, that was a great clip, too. And the most recent one, shout out to Jake, uh, our episode last week of talking about Mystery Science yes, Theater. Yes, sir. I had an absurd... Uh, absurdly specific mystery science theater quote one joke from one episode yeah of a 30 plus year tv show yes sir and i pulled it out you pulled I it out got perfectly. It, and i typed in uh final sacrifice on youtube it's yeah. broken down you watch the whole thing on youtube it's broken down in like 13 10 minute chunks i think oh, yeah. it was uploaded back when youtube still had the limit yeah you can uh i don't want <laughs> to give to- away the game but I, i'll tell you later after the podcast if you still want to I don't. Watch MST3K. I don't. I don't watch it full episodes. Well, too bad. But yeah, I was shocked and I was impressed. Like yeah, I said man. in the clip. Good job to Jake on that. That was great. That felt yeah. great. I felt I haven't felt that nerdy in a long time. And yep. that's saying something because we talked in great length about our Red Dead Redemption last week. Yeah, I thought about making that the clip, one of our a snippet from our Red Dead conversation, yeah. and then just cutting to me playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> but it made me sad just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm I, happy to have it. Yeah, I am too. That's, I, that's I, the whole thing. I guess they know what they were doing. Yeah. But, yeah, it's so fun. That's fine. Yeah. yeah that and uh, right next to Jake that not everyone can see is the, the new snake trap. Yeah. Yeah. So a snake trap. Longtime listeners of the show <laughs> will remember that. I found a snake skin down here in the recording studio slash basement. Mm-hmm. That's and true. when I took my trip to Florida. Good length to it as well. It was, it was about a three and a half foot mm-hmm. snake. Mm-hmm. So uh, I found it and I, I had assumed that it had been in the basement for a while. Because it was just right before we started the show that I actually moved stuff around in here. Yeah. And cleared out a little space to set up the studio, the TV, all the stuff. Right. The editing suite now. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, that's fun. Old snake. Yeah, And then when I went to Florida, there was another snake here, and I thought that someone else in the house had taken that first snake skin and moved it, just was a, just, just a mess with me. Just to give you a little spook. And after I asked, I was like, why'd you put the snake there? They're like, oh, I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was, okay. Thinking about it now, it's like, sure. that's a lot to go through, because he put it in a very it's not conspicuous it's, spot. Regardless, it's something I would have done. Yeah. So I eventually I was like, all right, let me get rid of this snake skin. I'm like, where am I going to put it? I'm not going to put it outside. I'll throw it in this bucket that's by the door. Yeah. And I'm like, grabbed it. And I'm like, I'll put it in this bucket. And then in that bucket, I apparently had the same thought four months ago because the first snake skin was in there. And I was like, oh, shit. So the snake's down here somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it's eating the mice. So there's. But you said that there's still a mouse running around down here. There's still a mouse. I think the mice are eating the... 20 pounds of bulk peanuts yeah <laughs> that are sitting over there which were meant for the crows Longtime listeners would know that yes. this big box so of peanuts is for crows the peanuts for the crows and i had to stop eating the crows because crows 
and I don't mean this as a joke, the crows were getting squirrely. <laughs> and they were causing some havoc, attacking that's, some of the songbirds. That's so crazy. Then once the crows left, because I stopped feeding them, the songbirds got out of control, and they were waking me up every morning at like 5.30. So which one do you want on your side, really? I mean, at this point, if I had to pick a familiar, I'd pick the crow. Yeah. But this snake's coming in a, you know, I want to catch him. Sure. I don't want to hurt him. Because, like, you type, uh, first of all, it's funny when you Google uh, snake traps, they're all like, the most inhumane traps ever. It's yeah. like a good big piece of glue paper. Oh yeah, all that stuff. And I was like, no, I want. So I got a humane guy will come over and just gut it with a knife in front of you for you. Exactly. He's like, I just, I'll do it. So I got a humane snake trap, and then I'm trying yeah, to find a nice little cage. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a cage you would use to catch minnows. It can go in, but it can't come out. Yeah. So then I'm googling snake bait. Yeah. And the first results are like, did you mean snake repellent? Like, yeah. why are you trying to attract you a snake? You want a snake. <laughs> you so want that, it. So I'm thinking, I'm like, well, what's the snake going to be attracted to? I'm like, the mice. So yeah. do I get a humane mouse trap and put that in oh, the wow. humane snake trap? Because I don't want to kill these animals, but I feel like a mouse is going to die. You can get a dead mouse on the internet, I'm sure. But will they eat dead mice? I thought they only That's eat a great live question. Things. I don't think they're scavengers. We're going to have to Google that one. Right in if you know about snakes. Yeah. We'll put it on a little wheel so that yeah. it like moves around so that it thinks it's alive. There you go. It will think it's alive? Yeah. We'll put it on oh, like a little... Oh, the snake little, will think... Yeah. It's, I thought you meant the mouse would think that it's alive like we're giving it a Like vacation. it's a real boy. <laughs> it's a that dead mouse system. is like so happy to move around it thinks that it's alive. Right. So, yeah, long story short, I tried to befriend crows. Yeah. And I've completely ruined the ecosystem it's a real it's a fern gully situation you're finding out just how many animals are yeah. around here it's a lot it's a lot more than you think but yeah uh, so if we scream at any point probably the steak but yeah i haven't seen him that's true but i'm pretty sure he's up here there's a great spot in the studio where he could just hang out like right below the ceiling i wonder if he's a fan he's probably listening he probably finds it soothing we do yeah. have dulcet tones yeah all right. Write in if you know about snakes, because we don't. No, uh, I, I don't like snakes. Anything else we were going to talk about? I think that's it. Yeah, snakes. Uh, Jake got a new job. Congratulations, I got a new Jake. job. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I hope right. so. So let's get into what we're talking about this week. Yes, sir. Uh, we're going to start with Jake's recommendation first, because I need to get this out of my system. Yeah, I uh, Jake recommended me the uh, anime... FLCL, also known as Fooly Cooly. Uh-huh. I watched it on Hulu. It is available in subs and dubs. Yeah. Uh, we had this subs dubs conversation with Food Wars? I think so. Yeah. Maybe. So yeah. I watched it subtitled. Or no, I watched it You dubbed. watched it dubbed. I dubbed. You dub titled it. Yeah. Uh, Jake, why'd you recommend this one to me? Easily. It's my favorite one. It's my favorite one. It's your favorite anime? Yeah. It is absolutely my favorite anime. All right, so explain to me. Fully Cooly came out. The first season that I watched was in 2000. Uh-huh. Uh, from April, six-episode series was released between April 2000 and March 2001. So I wonder a, when it was on Adult Swim. I don't after that because yeah. it came out alongside the manga and novel adaptation. Yeah. So it was like a, it, it would come out once a month, like with the manga. Okay, but uh, it came out on Adult Swim. And Adult Swim had anime on Saturday nights, and yep. I didn't really like anime, but it was one of the first ones that showed up, and it was the music that got me. The music is interesting. I thought the music was absolutely incredible, Yeah, and so I just started watching it, and then I was like, this is actually a fantastic anime. It was beautifully animated, uh, it was dubbed, and it was wonderfully dubbed. Mm-hmm. I thought the characters really gave a shit about their characters, and they 
shined because of that. And it's the craziest story that uh, I've ever seen at that point. I'm not wildly crazy. Disagree with you. Why don't you yeah. uh, try to break down the story? So now, because I got to tell you, I watched the first episode twice because I was like, I don't think I understood yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Nauta is a young man, mm-hmm. a young boy turning into a man. Middle school or early high school. Yeah. Around that. Getting Same into age high school. everyone is in anime. Yes. And he's getting used to the changes that come with becoming a man. Mm-hmm. His brother, who he looked up to, just left to go play baseball in America. So he feels alone, too. Yep. And he fights that loneliness with his brother's ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. that is also alone now. And through that, he is discovering that he likes women, but he also uh, likes to be a loner type guy. Mm-hmm. So he tries to keep himself away. And then he is struck in the head by a guitar by a woman named Haruka who is looking for the pirate king that is in his head. See how it's see where it's starting to turn. It yeah. started out nice little coming of age. His it's brother's gone, he's finding age. solace in someone else that's And it's all allegory. Yeah, and it's his well, head is empty. And the, it being empty means that he could create anything out of it. And the one thing that Haruka wants from him is the Pirate King, because she wants to kill him. And but did you see that that synopsis took a quick turn? Hell yeah. It that went from me. very nice yeah. and very sweet to and there's it's a just pirate full of king sweetness, but it's in his also head. filled with that lunacy. And both of them I find wildly amazing. I will say this. It's absurdism, I yeah. think. It's absolutely absurd. Uh, yeah. Surreal, for sure. Yeah. Fucking banana sandwich would be another way to yeah. describe it. It's great. It's, uh, he has nothing in his brain. Nope. There's nothing in his head. No. And out of that uh, comes robots. Yes. And the robots are a product of actual real-life things. Like, mm-hmm. the first one that comes out is a helpful robot. Yes. You know. But also demon robots come out. Not demon, but evil robots from the Mechanica. I can't remember what it's called. But this gigantic iron, which is just a literal gigantic iron that's going to flatten out the entire earth. Yep. And you're you're still with me. And um, that's another thing because it's trying to blank the mind of the earth just like Nauta's. And And also... Nauta's in love with Haruka. That's the other and thing. Haruka's an alien. Haruka's an alien. <laughs> and uh-huh. she drives a Vespa and she has a Rickenbacker bass guitar. Yeah. And she's great. She's wonderful. She's crazy. And yep. that's something that Nauta finds wildly attractive, but he doesn't want to lose his cool. He always wants to be cool in front of her. But she really pushes what he wants. And he's like, oh my God, I really like how crazy this woman is. And it's wonderful. He explores his attraction to women. And I think it's great. Yeah. So. <laughs> you said you gave it three episodes. I gave it three. I gave it three out of six. Yeah. Um, Which is amazing because it's the shortest anime I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one falls into the category of. Under the skin. Yeah, this is. Oh, where, I would. I would have thought you would say uh, David Lynch. I would think that this was way more Lynchian than anything else. A little bit, but I'm. I'm talking uh, more in the sense of it's a recommendation for you where I feel like you went out on a limb. Oh yeah, 
you're wondering how far you could push it. I was wondering what you would be, what your interpretation of what one of my favorite things uh, would be. You know, something that's a part of a different world. I will say this. It's not, I didn't hate it as much as I hate Twin Peaks. They're cool, cool. So slightly better than Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah. But I, this just did not grab me. Yeah. And that's fine. I, I felt like, uh, I will say in its, not in its defense, I'm not defending it, <laughs> but. Uh, Something about it. Yeah, to its credit. <laughs> there. The animation, it, it was taking big swings. And I did have yeah. to check uh, when it came out. Yeah. Because it did have a thing where it seemed like, uh, it seemed more modern. It didn't seem like it was 20 years old. Yeah. Like, it, like I started watching uh, Dragon Ball Z probably around the time that this came out. Yeah, that's why like 2000, 2000 sounds wild. Even though Dragon Ball Z like was originally like 90s, or late mm. 80s, early 90s. But it did, uh, was unique. Yeah. I mean, there are whole times where the animation style switched uh, completely. Like, it kind of did, uh, I think it was the second episode, where he's back with his dad and his horny grandpa. Yeah. Because the hot alien lady, she's just moves she's, in. She's their living maid. And, yeah, living yeah. maid. That's another thing we could talk about later. <laughs> uh, it's a uh, it like goes in the whole animation style uh, turns into almost like a motion comic. Yeah, where it's like pages of the manga. I'm assuming that's yeah. what pages of the manga because it's you know vertical and black and white. Yeah. Um, and it was that was like vague or like mildly animated where like yeah. you know the expressions and stuff and it hits all the anime you know tropes and all that stuff uh it did seem to me like my first thought was this is like you ever see like the articles online where it's just like we made an ai watch every episode of frasier yeah and then this is what it came up with <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. if you had told me we made an ai sit down and watch every anime yeah and this is what it came up with it convinced I would 100% it. <laughs> believe that this was just an amalgamation of everything this is in anime. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's thrown together like a freaking crawfish boil, and then you're just seeing what happens. A little bit, I suppose. You didn't even get to see when they uh, animated it as uh, South Park. They animated it as South Park? Yeah. They do okay. a South Park uh, little <clears throat> No, I did thing. not. I did not get to see it. That was and a little, little too much for me. Very cute. But it... it does it it hits some of the anime notes that i really don't like like the over sexualization sure. like the creepiness because like when the she fan mo- service type stuff well when she moves in with uh the kid and his dad and his horny grandpa his uh-huh. dad's just like oh my god i'm in love with her yeah and it like shows him and he's got like the big uh like teardrop above yeah. his head and she's like bending over and getting something you're just like all right that's <laughs> I'm not sexuality guy. is a thing in this though. I understand, but it's, it's a just, theme of it. It's just one of those things where, like, I know that's a, a trope of the anime, but it's just one of those things where it immediately just I'm just like, all right, come on. Like, <laughs> food Wars was kind of the same way where I'm just like, all right. Food Wars is just straight up fan service. It's just like Food Wars is very strange. You want to see boobs, and this food is so good that boobs show up. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Yes, I love that stuff. But yeah. also, this one is a uh, 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 sexy uh, with a purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's what I enjoy about it. And then I, you mentioned the the music. First yeah. of all, this I don't think this has a purpose at all. Uh, oh yeah, it does. The music was weird. Yeah. Just because I it it seemed I don't know. It's just one of those things where it it if you listen to the soundtrack, you wouldn't picture this if you didn't know 
Oh, this yeah, is what it's definitely. From. It had kind of like almost like a. Uh, there were songs that were. I'm pretty sure that they were just songs. And I'm the probably songs were, wrong about that. The songs were like going through, and it was like set to montage. It was like a friggin' like Soul Asylum video from like the mid '90s, <laughs> where it's like kind of just like playing music with vaguely related things going on. Yeah, yeah. And it just seemed like I a cannot, music video I, for. I think I get what you're putting down. Yeah, and I mean, it it seemed like it didn't fit, but they somehow wedged it in, so it it worked. Okay. But I'm just saying, if you just heard this music, you wouldn't say, "Oh, this is from an anime." Yeah. That could be because I'm listening to. Well, the it, pillows the are American a legit anime. band. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. like they have albums that aren't. Associated with FLCL, and they sound exactly the same. Is it FLCL or is it Fooly Cooly? I call it FLCL. Other people call it Fooly Cooly. Yeah. What is some people call it Fooly Cooly? What? What? Okay. It it, it's 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 a bit much. Apparently, this also did come out on uh, Dark Horse Comics was responsible for putting it out in the United States, and then it had yeah uh, three novels came out, and then it came back for. Let me see if and I it has a sequel season that I have sequels. yet to watch. Two sequels. Yeah. And uh, I'm interested in that. Yeah. But I've just been waiting on it. Yeah. Because it's been a while since I've dove into this, and I don't know if they could do a second season of something like this. I have no... I didn't. I don't think they did a first season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where it's definitely... It's. I can see the merit in it. Yeah. But... Definitely God, not up your alley. it's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. I love how weird it is. I, I, I like my I like my anime pretty. You like your slice of life. Vanilla. You like your fruits basket. You'll like your no, just I cute li- little. I, I like my anime girl my drama. Giant, no, I like my giant robots and I like my oh yeah that super saiyans and stuff like that. <laughs> I forgot that that's yeah. a thing. Yeah, anime. Like I, yeah. I, the anime I grew up on was literally uh, Toonami on Cartoon Network. It was Dragon Ball Z followed by Gundam Wing. Yeah, and then you had Sailor Moon before that, but I never got into Sailor Moon. I watched Sailor Moon more than I watched any of those other two. Yeah, and, and then in between was Reboot, and I loved Reboot. Always Reboot. <laughs> reboot was so great for me as a kid. Reboot does not does fun. not hold up. Nah, sadly, that's all right. Yeah, I think it's one it was of there things. for when I needed it, and yeah, I give it credit. That weird uh, kind of CGI, uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't hold up as well as actual animation. There's just like that little gap where. Yeah. It, Remember, you it know how like Jurassic Park still uh, looks great, but like yeah. Scorpion King looks like dog shit. Yeah, reboots in that dog shit era where you're like, oh, we can do this. It's like, yeah, not yet. Like, you're give not it, using it right. Give it a couple years, <laughs> and yeah. then they'll know how to do it. I think reboot had a reboot as well. Reboot did reboot, and I don't. I didn't watch that. A lot of reboots are coming out. Yeah, of course. There's a trailer out for a Good Burger too. Oh, oh, you Why just not? hurt me. Why? Why not? Let things lie. Let things lie where they are. Keenan Thompson okay. has appeared in more Saturday Night Live skits than anyone else. I don't care for Keenan Thompson. Why don't and you like Keenan no Thompson? Way. The only reason I would watch Good Burger 2. Because I'm going to make you watch it because now? Because Kel Mitchell is in it. So you were Kel over Keenan, huh? Always. He's so much funnier. I was always the Keenan guy. I can't believe it. Keenan was a straight right. man. It was the opposite of uh, Spade and Farley. He was an the big annoying guy was the, the big guy was man. the straight man, and I like yeah. that. Because not every big guy had to be Chris Farley. I still remember the opening joke in Good Burger, which is uh, the alarms going off in uh, Kel's place. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gets up and he turns it off and he goes, whoa, a clock. That's a straight Your up fucking good joke. recall for stupid jokes clearly is... That's a good joke. <laughs> ...is beyond my own since you pulled out a Mystery Science Theater thing. I don't know. These things stick to me. So... At the end of the day, Fooly Cooly's getting a one from me. I can understand. Yes. But you can see, this is one of my favorites. No, no, no. I completely get why you like it. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's great. It's definitely something for you. Yeah. 
Which, You're gonna, oh, I at this point, I'm going to keep showing you so much anime that for Christmas, you'll get me like the perfect poster. <laughs> you'll find something that's Good anime, day. and you're going to be like, "That's I could get that for Jake, and he'll be very happy. I'm still looking for something that's you don't know about, but I would hate. Like, if I had found this, and you didn't had no idea what it was, yeah. I would have recommended it to you. And I would have gotten a three. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, just one of those. <laughs> I feel like we might have another one of those coming up. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so I got a three coming up from you. Just a little stinger for you. Oh, really? For our recommendation. Oh, yeah. This oh, is it. This for next week or for my recommendation this week? My recommendation to you today is going to be just a, a three, a, an easy grand slam. Oh, yeah, good because you need it after. Yeah, after, after I thought about it really hard because I was like, I got to give him something yeah, that he'll, get up. he'll actually really enjoy. So let's get into <laughs> my recommendation for Jake, which is the 2023 album. It just came out last month. Yeah. Uh, by Salsa Windfall, Artificial Birth. I haven't even checked. Did they make any other albums? They had one uh, a couple years ago. Oh, for real? Yeah. It okay. Was like 2017, they had one. Cool. So uh, I recommended this to you because I think listening to it, um, I was I really enjoyed the music. Uh, did you watch the music video I sent you? Yes. For their song uh, Mouth money. on. Put your money where my mouth is. Oh, uh, put your put mouth sh- on put, my money. Yeah. Put your. M- it's a little joke because you're not putting your money where your mouth is. Yeah. It's a way to say kiss my ass. Put your, put mouth, your mouth where, where my money, money is. is. Yeah. It's fucking clever. So that's You want another goes, strange pool? Uh, that music video, uh-huh. the guy that's dancing and lip syncing to it, yeah. that guy is on Kroll Show yeah. for uh, uh, Oh Hello's Too Much Tuna, Yeah, the, uh, the spy uh, prank show. Yeah. He's being pranked, but he tries to eat the uh, tuna sandwich. Yeah. You knew that already? Yeah. You don't even watch Kroll Show. I watched Kroll Show. You did not. I don't think... What is that guy's name? Hold on. I don't know what his name is. Uh, Jeffrey Gurian is the guy's name. But I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm pretty sure that was a good pull. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't... You didn't look into Salsa Windfall at all? No, I just listened to this album. So I got you. What do you mean you got me? You got me with Did what? you look with who is in Salsa Windfall? No. Salsa Windfall. Has it got Ben Affleck? <laughs> no. Salsa Windfall is the side project uh-huh. of comedian, podcaster, and restaurateur Joe DeRosa. Joe DeRosa. Joe DeRosa was a writer. I first found out about Joe DeRosa. He was, he's the other guy in the, that music video. He was a uh-huh. writer on, I think he might have been the head writer on the Pete Holmes show. Yeah. He did Wonderful. a lot of sketches with Pete Holmes. He's a fantastic. He has a podcast now called uh, Taste Buds. Another mm. one of the podcasts that influenced me wanting to do that with uh, in, in his co-host, and that is star of the Impractical Jokers, Sal Volcano. I like Sal Volcano. He's one of the most charismatic people on the planet. That's very true. Joe DeRosa also owns a sandwich shop in New York City. Cool. And he's always just been one of these people that, uh, with how much I'm into like the comedy world as, as a listener, and you know, going back and stuff like that. Yeah. He's always been one of those guys that everyone had a story about. Like, yeah. one time Joe DeRosa did this. One time Joe DeRosa... Like wild know. things? Not wild things, but, but he also funny. is a very... He, he's perfect on the podcast Taste Buds with Sal because he's an incredibly specific complainer. <laughs> and he can get very upset. The whole premise of Taste Buds is they argue things like McDonald's versus Burger King. And it, be fun. it gets heated. And he's fantastic. So I heard about this album from them, uh, from the podcast. They said, album's coming out, band Salsa Windfall. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got to listen to this. Yeah. And it's so well written by someone with a comedic mind. Yeah. 
and also a musical talent. And I just love when people do other things. Sure. Like when someone who's... They explore their creative right especially because he's not you know going on well he might be going on tour with this but he has a he has a comedy uh special a one-man show that's supposed to be coming out or he's going on tour with it and i really want to see it when it comes through because he's just incredibly talented and this is just like a side thing yeah and i listened to it and i was just like holy shit like i think jake would like this i think it's weird enough i think it's well written it's not you could tell it's not slapped together but it has a raw edge to it I can understand. Like, not saying it sounds raw like it sounds, you know, shitty or anything like that. It's a, intentionally a raw, rough sound. Times I New think. Viking type thing. We're going back to Times New Viking. And mm-hmm. also, I think there's a little bit of gorillas in here, too. Okay. Where the mm-hmm. melodies that would carry over throughout the songs and anything like that. Um, yeah. My favorite songs in there, mouth, like we said, A Mouth yeah. on My Money, I think is just a ridiculously good song, front yeah. to back. Very funny. Uh, you Buggin's a great one. Love uh, and... Uh, Baby Nasty and yeah. The Squiggle are some of my favorite tracks. Wow. It's a 19, no, more than that. No, 19 tracks in 40 minutes. So all yeah. the songs move at a pretty good clip. They do. Some of the songs are just a couple seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to get your info on this. Okay. And see how you found Salsa Windfall. So, Jake, what did you think of Salsa Windfall? So, I listened to it the first time. As soon as you recommended it to me, Uh I was listening to it on the way home. And I thought it was, like, super annoying. Yeah. All these noises. Mm -hmm. And it was just, like, I, I was like, weirdness when it comes to music means annoying to me. Where you could just be a nice song. <laughs> I'm like old person style. You just defended Fully Hold Cooley on. for so long. Yeah, let me finish. There were can robots speak? coming out of can heads. Can I speak? All right. Judge, may I speak? <laughs> yes. Overruled. Yeah. You have the floor, sir. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I listened to it to a second time. Uh-huh. And I thought it was absolutely incredible. Yes. I sat down and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> when it got up to... The Whole Step Bounce, which is my favorite song on there. It's a good one. And uh, I've listened to that song multiple, multiple times. Because mm-hmm. I think the lyrics are very fun and yeah. cool. I think the melody is so great and sweet. And then after that one is The Baby Nasty. Mm-hmm. The Baby Nasty. And that's just a really fun song. Yeah. And it just keeps getting better and better from there. It builds and builds and builds. It's and until it- Mouth on My Money, where it's like, that's a really fun song. It's a, did a really good job. It's there. an objectively good song. Yeah, and I, this is an objectively good album. Yes, and so you didn't even know uh, the side thing about me recommending because Joe DeRosa. No, I Joe don't, DeRosa had this bit. Did you ever watch the old Pete Holmes show? Yeah. So you remember the character New Material Seinfeld, where it was a puppet doing fake Seinfeld jokes. Yes. To Pete Holmes. Uh-huh. That's Joe DeRosa being the puppet. Oh, okay. He wrote New Material Seinfeld. If he's hanging out with Pete Holmes, then he's got to be a good guy. He is. You know. But I, for all intents and purposes, Joe DeRosa is a great person. His Every, name doesn't ring a bell is yeah. the thing. Well, that's the other thing is he's one of those uh, guys where if you don't know... A comedian's the, comedian. The, he's definitely a comedian's comedian. He's just hilarious in everything that he does. He has that great uh, comedic mind that I really respond to mm-hmm. which is someone who just so deep down knows that whatever they're doing is right and everyone yeah. else might be stupid <laughs> but they have a funny way of telling people why they're wrong <laughs> which is such a fine tightrope to walk and he does it better than most other people i've ever heard 
Okay. And then he puts this out, which is, you know, it's not, it's, it's, it's very, it's a tongue in cheek album, but you wouldn't say it's a comedy album. No, there's jokes, songs in there. It's like, um, the steak yes. after the steak, whatever that song is, uh, deep dish. Yeah. And that's, you know, pull off your pants. Now, Bedova, show me a steak. That's yes. it being silly. It's it's silly kind of in the way uh, like a, a Flaming Lips would be or a Neutral Milk Hotel where it could just be kind of like absurdish lyrics, but done earnestly. Yeah. And I think it, it has a very singular vision. And it's just like, this is what this guy did. Yeah. And it's just something there's completely just, different from some someone that you wouldn't expect. There's great music involved. Mm-hmm. The instruments and the synths. There's like a horror synth in one of the songs that yeah. I find so incredible to implement into a song. Yeah. And I was just... I've listened to it the whole album three times now. Really? I listen to the whole step bounce like periodically whenever i'm just like i gotta listen to that song i find it really awesome i was walking around uh the, the grocery store the other day and i had my raycon wireless earbuds you can use <laughs> the promo code up your alley at RayconWireless.com. it doesn't work but and i was uh listening to it and uh mouth on my money just popped into my you know i just pressed the spotify dj and it's like here's some songs you've been listening to and that popped in walking through the grocery store and it just yeah. it puts a little 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 walking, yeah. You know what it's I mean. Got a like, great little beat to it. Bobbing around to it. It's fantastic. That's a great music. choice for a single and yeah. for a music video. The music video is absurd too. That music video is fun. Yeah. The music video is just a silly man uh, dancing and lip syncing mm-hmm. in a office conference room environment. Yeah. To another man. Yeah. And that's kind of funny. Um, yeah. So he also does have uh, a couple stand-up comedy specials, which blah, 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 blah. like they're on streaming. Yes. Oh, okay. I already forgot his name. Nick DePalmolo. <laughs> Joe DeRosa. Joe DeRosa. Joe DeRosa. He's been D on right. a couple great things with uh, um, like Comedy Central specials. I'm trying to find the name of his stand-up specials. I miss Comedy Central doing uh, Comedy Central Presents. I don't. Really? Yeah. That's how I found Mitch Hedberg. Well, I mean, back when it was the only game in town. Sure. It, you know, it did... Uh, it it served its purpose, uh. but I think now with so many com- like so many comics have just put out uh, specials just on YouTube uh-huh. that if it was in Comedy Central it would have gotten noted to death and you know they wouldn't have been able to put out their vision like uh, okay comedian Joe List just put one out last week and then the week before that another comedian Matt McCusker put one out it's almost yeah. like every other week at well, least my, my uh, algorithm doesn't show me like comedy well I'm and trying to mess up your algorithm man. Go ahead and send me some more YouTube uh, stand-up. Yeah. And I'll watch it. I love Tim Heidecker's stand-up. I should show you that. I should probably recommend you that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. So is Salsa Windfall getting a... Three. A three? Absolutely a three. Nice. I can listen to this over and over again. Perfect. Yeah. We recommend it to people? Yes. Yes. There's somebody that I'm like 90% sure she's going to love it. Really? I can't wait to share it with her. Nice. Yeah. Because it's... I haven't like this and Wet Leg are like my favorite albums that you've showed me so far. Yeah, Wet Leg's great. Yeah, there's a new one. There's one I have on deck. It's a band that I've heard. They only have the single out for their album. I think they have two singles out. But when the full album comes out, I'm recommending it to you because it's my new, it's my new Wet Leg. Okay, <laughs> that I really like, and they've Man. got a great name that I don't want to spoil it. But okay, love a good band name. Salsa my, Windfall is a great band name. You're my music guy now. You're my shitty anime guy. <laughs> Damn right. God damn it. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, it's gonna be a little shorter episode this week, but that's fine. We've been doing long episodes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
We should have just talked about more Red Dead Redemption. Do you want to just talk about Red yep, Dead Redemption? Yep, I'm happy you asked. <laughs> so, Red Dead Redemption 2 has something that I missed from Red Dead Redemption 1, which is when I'm running to someplace and I whistle for my horse, mm-hmm. and Red Dead Redemption, your horse runs right up next to you, so you can just press triangle, and up you go. Mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption 2, no, 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 no. You can't do that. It doesn't do that. And sometimes the horse walks away from you, and then you get mm. very mad at it. Because you have to bond with your horse. I'm bonded with my horse. Of course I've bonded. Are you, though? I've played this game for over 40 hours. Hmm. Of course I have. And it still does this bullshit to me. Also, let's keep moving. Okay. When you push the analog stick forward, mm-hmm. he uh, walks. If you just hold X, he runs. Yeah. You can let go of the analog stick. Now he's driving like a car. That's wonderful. And I can't believe they got rid of that. Is that different in the two games? Yes. I, I don't RDR2, you have to hold forward and press X to yeah. run. Like, think, like what's na- normal now, but I like just holding X. I thought that was a great I, quality I of life thing. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a tapper. Like, I'll, I'll tap yeah. X. I mean, I I'm like to... everywhere. I like to try and role play a little bit. Because See, but I the role playing for me is easier in RDR2. I think it's more meticulous yeah and uh, more just like nitpicky with it where like the skinning animation in red dead redemption Mm -hmm. is quick quicker it Mm -hmm. still takes time and the larger the animal the longer the skinning takes but it doesn't feel like a goddamn slog when it's time to uh skin something the hunting is just shooting an animal with a gun instead of making sure that your scent isn't going towards it, that you have the proper ammo, mm-hmm. and you're in the right... Well, you got to be in the right spot. But and it's a three-star animal. It's not a one- or two-star animal. Yes. And you also have to have the right kind of ammunition out of yes. the right kind of gun. It's just way too shoot much. Shoot it in the right spot. It's way too much. You don't... I, if it's good for somebody, that's great, but yes. it's just way too much for me. Red Dead Redemption is the greatest amount of content that you feel like dealing with. That I like to deal with. I will say that's one of the perks. Because like I said, I I have no interest in platinuming RDR2 because I hear it's a fucking, like you said, it's a slog. Yeah. uh, It's still a great game. I still love RDR2. Yes. But Red Dead Redemption is amazing. I think it's just because... I found it easier to get kind of lost in two. And I agree Yeah, that it's and fun. Like I said last week, how uh, the map for one is in two. Uh-huh. It's not, I, I don't have anything to back this up, but it, it's not a one for one. No. It's like. No, not at all. The map's bigger, even though it's the yeah. same layout, but it like takes you more time to go. You're not traveling as fast or something Maybe like that. Maybe something like that. Because yeah. it's a little more arcadey. Yes. And that's. Like, what I liked about Grand Theft Auto V over Grand Theft Auto IV is that it decided to be a little more arcadey. It gave you an arcadey car to drive around Mm -hmm. instead of these uh, slow lumbering, you have to hit the brake uh, to turn hard, where this game, Grand Theft Auto V, was like, yeah, you drift that bitch, and then you just fly. Yeah, they did give you that in, like, four, you would... You know, it was, set, four was uh, just in New York far, City. You would get yeah. stuck in traffic. But four was far more about role playing. Mm-hmm. But it was, and I love that game. But when five was like, no, we're just going to have a lot of fun with driving around. That's yeah. when I was like, hell yeah. And then Red Dead Redemption's like, we're just going to have fun riding around on horses and shooting off 
uh, horseback, and then in RDR2, it's like, if you run into a tree with a horse really hard, you're going to go flying, and sometimes sure you're going to die. And I'm like, that's very frustrating for a guy like me. I'll say this. Might, this might end our friendship. Let's do it. Arthur's better than John. See, that's where I absolutely disagree. Arthur I is love better than John. I like John, too. <clears throat> I think John is a fantastic protagonist in the first one because he is somebody who literally wants redemption mm-hmm. instead of just right at the end where he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on before I die. Yeah. I want to make sure that John, who I haven't interacted with for a long time, is, ha- is happy. And but he's two, okay. was, two wasn't about Arthur's redemption. It was about him redeeming John. So John can have a life. John redeemed himself in John's a Red Dead Redemption. Moron. Where and like he listens to people tell him how like awful his lifestyle is. Mm-hmm. And how it's like you made money killing people. And he's like, Yeah, I made I made good money killing people. And he's like, and I don't want that life anymore. Yeah. He's like, I got a wife, I got a kid, I got a farm. And he's like he's just taking it from Bonnie. The the time when John shines, I think, and even though it's not fucking canon or whatever, but like I said, I replayed Undead Nightmare. Undead Nightmare is fantastic. I forgot yeah. that towards the end, in Undead Nightmare, I think you blow through the story in just a couple hours. Like, I was just running around, and I think it took me like three, four hours to beat the story in Undead Nightmare. Yeah. Um, plays really well. The zombie uh, crowd stuff, it gets, you know, it's hung up on the limitations of the system. Yeah. I really think that that's one of the reasons they didn't make an Undead Nightmare for Red Dead Redemption 2, yeah. because seeing how different undead nightmare plays from one yeah with just how the ai interacts and how arcadey it and is the ai exactly the arcadiness of it the yeah. the ai in one like the townsfolk and everything mm. it's not like two like you can follow people in two yeah for a long time like okay. they're putting away sheep and you know they're doing shit and then you follow them and they go inside and go to bed yeah lay down and, it's, and one, it's more like you see them and they say, like, howdy, sir. Yeah. And then they just walk. And if you and wait there for stand. 10 minutes, they'll come back by and go, howdy, sir. I love it. And then you press circle <coughs> and you just say howdy instead of having to hold uh, your lock on, which mm-hmm. is, mine's always L1. And then you hit left or right to say the Antagonize them or, or greet them or whatever. Which is more yeah. meticulous than just pressing circle and saying howdy. I'm a cowboy. All I do is say howdy. To That's everybody, fair. you do you do say here howdy, howdy. I'm gl- I'm glad you're enjoying one. I'm Thank gonna, you. Let's race to see who gets the platinum first. Oh my god, it's gonna be you. It's on. Well, we'll see. I'll Probably. try. I don't know. Because I I'm going easily. to be on poker until <laughs> that thing is done. Fair enough. I made it my personal quest. Do you play poker? Work. Poker? No. Real life poker? I want to. I've played it a couple times. Yeah. I've been to Vegas. I've been to Vegas, hmm. and uh, it's enjoyable. Yeah. But I've never, like, sat down with a group of friends and we all played poker. Yeah. I played a little bit in college, but that's when, like... That's when everybody was watching it on the ESPN. And dudes started watching rounders and shit like that and thinking they could make a whole bunch of money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Red Dead 1 doesn't have fishing. No, it doesn't. And that's pretty bad because the fishing's really fun. I do like how they wrote that into 2. Like, one of the best retcons is that... In RDR one, they didn't have the graphical capabilities or the mm. gameplay capabilities to make you able to swim. Yeah, and because it would ruin things like you get to Mexico early and stuff like that. Yeah, so sure. they wrote that into John's character in two that John yeah. can't swim. Yeah, and when you take that's back great. over for John, that's yeah, so well written. When you when you take over as John and you try and swim, you can't swim. <laughs> his stanima just plummets. Did you say stanima? Stanima. Say it right. Go ahead. Stamina. Stamina. Stamina? 
Stamina. You said stanima. Stan. You knew what I meant. I did. And here we are. Well, you're the one that wanted here we had are. for time. Stamina. Did I do it right? Nope. <laughs> it's never going to change. It's all right. I can't say colloquially. Colloquially. And I want to so bad because I like that word. Colloquially? You know, it's my own personal you're, hell. You're, you're taking Colloquial? A, you're taking out a syllable. <laughs> go ahead. Colloquially. Colloquially. Because I just there can't do it. Colloquially. I have to sit down and it feels like I'm bench pressing 500 pounds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's never good when you have to like pause in a sentence yeah. to think well, about it. You'd be like, uh, he's a uh, coll- colloquially known as. <laughs> I'm adding like wait, like three syllables out of nowhere. I, when I used to have trivia, one of my favorite words to throw in was titular. Yeah, the titular character. Just because it's fun to say. <laughs> like it's one of those things like colloquialism, titular, eponymous. Yeah. One of those, it, it's a word that makes you sound smarter than yeah. you are. The titular line of a movie. Plus, titular says tit. Nice. Yeah. That's always funny. The tittle. Yeah. They could have called it a tittle, and they didn't decide that. Yeah. All right. Let's get go. into uh, what we're going to be getting into. If you have any recommendations for us, it took a fucking detour. I right know. So this is what happens. I was at work for 11 hours today. You're jacked up on cowboy juice. Yeah. Uh, if you want to write into the show, you can at upyourallypod at gmail.com. Uh, if you like the show, please leave us a review and five stars on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Uh, you can subscribe to us on YouTube to see all the shorts. You can follow us on Instagram. They're there, too. Mm. And threads. Uh, follow okay. us on Spotify. And I was listening to a podcast today with uh, this guy, Sam Peterson. Great podcast. It's called Confessions. where he mm. It's just him and other comedians that read confessions from Reddit uh-huh. and make fun of the people. And it's a fucking great podcast. But he had a, something that he said in his podcast that made me think. He's like, if everyone tells one person, you've doubled our audience. And I was like, <laughs> that's a good point. And the math checks out. <laughs> So if everyone listening tells one other person to listen, you will double our audience. And then you make them listen. Yeah. Every uh, every person that make listens, them listen. make them listen. That yeah. way we have double the audience. Mm-hmm. Because if you just tell somebody, they're not going to listen. And it's like a pyramid scheme eventually. Yes. You tell three people, and then they'll tell three people. Mm-hmm. There you go. That'll work. And we should also tell each other what we're going to be talking about next week. Let's do it, bud. Jake, what do you have recommended for me? I want you to watch a TV show. Okay. And it's on uh, Max. We just call it Max now these days, the kids. Mm -hmm. And it's called How To with John Wilson. Have you heard of this show? I've seen it on my uh, recommended thing. Yeah. I want you to watch How To with John Wilson. So tell me about it. Nathan Fielder produced it. Love Nathan Fielder. That's what I thought would be the one that grabs you. And John Wilson just records his whole life all the time. Hmm. And... He makes a story out of it, how to do something. So the first episode is how to, or this is season three. Oh, where am I starting? Start with season one. Start with season one. Yes, sir. Okay. And uh, the first episode is uh, right out the gate, super funny and just so well made. This last season that he's on is the best one. Really? Uh, He's mastered the craft of what he's doing, which is so unique. And it's a shame that the show's stopping huh but it's incredible all right how to with john wilson available on max uh my thing is also on max for you so i gave you a little bit of a tease with this where i said i will be recommending you something from a writer director that you would never think i would recommend something yeah from yeah yeah this is a film it's a 2021 film uh that i watched uh by 
writer written and directed by Eli Roth. Oh wow, 2021. So Eli Roth, known for Hostel, I love he was Hostel. Also in uh, Inglorious Bastards, he's a horror director. Yes, this is his first documentary. Wow, it is called Finn. Okay. Finn is a 2021 documentary written and directed by Eli Roth. It follows Roth and a group of scientists, activists, and researchers who travel around the world exposing the extinction of sharks. Yeah, for shark fin soup. Yes. Yeah. I will Great. say this. Uh, I wanted, I watched a documentary called After the Bite because I wanted to do a shark thing because I got in a shark mindset when I was down on the beach. Yeah. I'm wearing my, uh, my T-shirt shark. hoodie. Yeah. Surf style. Sanibel Island, Florida. <laughs> it was overpriced this yeah. <laughs> but so i watched that and i was like ah, that's not really a great documentary and i heard someone talk about this by eli roth and by someone i mean it was eli roth talking <laughs> about this on a podcast i forget which fucking podcast it was yeah i don't know oh I it was love. tim Dillon's podcast um and he was on there talking about this and i was like i didn't know that and i watched and he makes this documentary mm-hmm. with uh the view in the lens of a horror director. Okay. So there are scenes in this where it shows sharks being butchered. Yeah. It is without a doubt in the top five most disturbing things I've ever seen. Wow. Because not only is it like, don't get me wrong. I got no love for sharks, uh-huh. even though I am getting a safety cage for my snake problem. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a bit of an animal lover. Yes. Yes, you are. And it, the way it's shot with like, the sharks and stuff genuinely deeply unsettling wow because it's not a horror movie where you're like that's not that guy's not really getting yeah cut in half with a chainsaw yeah where i'm laughing and having a good time it's legit like i've had oh, no. i had to pause it a couple times this is gonna make me sad it ends with kind of a good message and yeah. also uh what it's one of the you said it's about shark fin soup and that yeah. is how it starts out yeah and it does take a turn to really go against most big businesses that are profiting off of this and they also go on a boat off the coast of liberia where there are pirates essentially uh boats without flags that are killing sharks by the hundreds of millions oh my god and it gets to a point where eli roth's like we need to get off it's not safe for us here wow so eli roth's a badass eli roth makes uh, fun movies this is a a horror movie documentary yeah Interesting. I think it'll change a lot of people's minds about sharks. It's also available on Max, and I can't recommend it enough unless if you have a weak stomach. Yeah, not for the faint of heart, I would say. Fuck, not for the faint of heart. Okay. But good. So you watch Finn. I'm going to watch How To with John Wilson. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Tell your friends about it. Jake, thanks for coming over and talking. I love you, buddy. I love you, too, buddy. All right, bye. Bye.